hello my weird minded family this is your girl weird mind remember as always this is my weird but transparent advice or experiences take what you need and leave what you don't kick up your feet and let's talk about it hey 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 it's your girl weird mind and tonight i'm bringing you guys a podcast with a special guest i'll let them introduce themselves hey it is your girl transparent introvert coming at you and in case you guys didn't know transparent introvert is my future wife so we decided that we were going to do a podcast tonight and speak about how we met and how we managed to have a successful healthy long distance relationship yeah all that good jazz (laughs) all that this is so her nonchalant self. Okay, so this is how she is all the time. So don't think that this is the way she is just for the podcast. So you want to start with how we met? Um, plain and simple. I uh, I wasn't trying to. I gave up on love and everything like that. So I was on TikTok. You know, TikTok done became the new dating site, but that ain't why. I was on TikTok. I was creating content on TikTok. Um, and I was just scrolling. It was actually Christmas Eve of last year. I was scrolling and scrolling. And then I seen a picture of uh, uh, one of her videos. Um, and, you know, and I scrolled past. And you know how TikTok goes. Sometimes you can't get back the videos that you watched but didn't like. Um, But the Most High had it all, all, I mean, you know, he had it all mapped out for me because I I scrolled past, came back, scrolled past. You know, I didn't know she was a Scorpio, but I found out that she was a Scorpio. (laughs) Um, And I slid into her inbox, and I don't slide in the inboxes. And that's not in me being self-centered or arrogant or anything like that. It's just that the fear of rejection. So I allow women to, you know, kind of ease their way into my inbox. But I saw her and I couldn't not see her. So I slid into her inbox and, you know, she made me wait like a whole 24 hours before she responded. But we ain't going to talk about that. But that's, that's how we got to know each other. I was off. Christmas Eve of last year and slid into her inbox and said that I didn't want to be disrespectful and let her know that I thought that she was the most gorgeous woman in the world. And um, the conversation just kept going. Um, she applied pressure. When I say pressure, I mean Leo pressure. energy. She, I'm talking about like messages that she was asking me questions that I normally ask women. Um, so it was refreshing to get asked those questions other than your favorite color, favorite food, you know, those basic questions that we ask. I don't even think we ask those basic questions until months down the line. Like we were just like really deep in it. Yeah, she it was so deep. She I got a balcony. She had me leaning over the balcony and all that other stuff. You know what I mean, you know, laying on the floor with my feet on the couch, you know that that type of deep conversation. You know, when you meet your ultimate crush and she is my ultimate crush and she will always be my ultimate crush. 
Get out of here, man. <laughs> you see what I mean when I say apply pressure? She does this all the time. She has me blushing all the time. Um, so the conversation just kept flowing. Um, we were, it was a lot of texting. Like she's a texter, you know, she's not one of the people to get on the phone and I'm more of a, like, I want to talk on the phone. I'm not a big texter. Um, and she ended up texting me one time and I'm like, Hey, I'm driving. I'm about to call you and don't say anything about me being country. And what does she say? I like that country voice. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So that's how we met and started talking. And we have blossomed, and now we're engaged. How do you feel about that? I was nervous as ever, man. <laughs> and you know, in big Leo fashion, you know, I had to take her to, I mean, you know, art museum, you know. Art is an aphrodisiac for those who don't know. You know, and um, the Philadelphia Art Museum, it was on September 10th at 3.33 p.m., in the European art love section of the art museum. That is where I proposed. And that is significant because my first time visiting her, she took me to the Barnes Foundation. And we looked at art and oh man, it was amazing. Yo, you look at my podcast, I got a video that says if you know what you're talking about, it's going to be waterfalls. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling y'all, if y'all don't that though, you better read you some, you better read you some books and look at some documentaries or whatever like that. That's going to get you a long way. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't believe you said that. What? Waterfalls. <laughs> this is how we are all the, all the time though. Okay, so now that we know what gets the waterfalls flowing, all right, um, yeah, let's move right past that. So, even though we're engaged, we're still long distance. Um, I'm actually in the process of getting ready to transition here, so we're going to be moving here. Um, Some of the things that we do to keep our relationship going and still all giddy on the inside and living so far away from each other is that we communicate and talk. Um, And being um, very transparent. And I know that it's cliche and everything like that for people to say that communication is key. Communication is key. When you communicate, um, that opens doors and keeps doors open that, you know, you thought was closed or whatever. We do a great job of communicating. Um, and being a, a good su- a good support for each other, you know. I agree. I agree. I, I feel like, um, I'm not going to say that we haven't had, well, we hadn't, we've had little issues that have come up, like, but we're able to talk through those issues. And it hasn't been like issues that most people think that you would deal with by being long distance is, you know, it's just like little, little stuff in the beginning that most people go through when you first start um, building a relationship. Um, But our communication has been a one since day one. Um, 
she's able to tell me what she doesn't like. I'm able to say what I don't like. Um, we're able to laugh together, joke about each other. Um, it's just overall healthy. Now, I do will say this, like sometimes starting and being in or just being in a healthy relationship for the first time after dealing with a lot of toxicity is a lot of reassurance that needs to be given. Um, and I have I have no problem um, giving reassurance because I know what I have and I know her worth. So it's nothing to give reassurance um, and it's nothing to apply pressure because when you know that you have a goddess on your hands, you will, do, <laughs> you will do any and everything that you have to so that they know who they are. Um, I heard that right. Goddess. That's how I shall be addressed from this day forward. Uh, she is bougie. <laughs> it's for you. That's what she is. Don't do me like that. But I... I Honestly, like, I love the relationship that we have, and I'm not I, just I love her it. so much that I've never been on a plane before, and I got on a plane to be with her. That's how much she was worth to me, for me to um, fight through anxiety and fear of flying and being around a bunch of people. I got on a plane. That's how much I was into her and knew her worth and wanted to be with her. Trust me, can't nobody else say that. <laughs> You're right. Can't and, nobody else say that. You know, and and every month, except for we, we went one month out of the whole time we've been together, it's always either I've been where she is or she came where I was, where I am. So that, and then, you know, another thing, when I say that she has applied pressure, she has applied pressure. And one of the things that I love that she does is almost every month, I have to say almost, because she kind of slacked a little bit, but I have to, you know, let her know. I get a handwritten letter, like a handwritten letter, like at least two pages, pages mailed to me of like just beautiful words, just showing gratitude and appreciation for me as a person. And that really warms my heart. And she was about to say, when I have I fell off, you fell off. And I did. I told her, I, I, I voiced it because I told her in the beginning, don't start nothing you can't keep up. Did I not say that? You said that and, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm on track. I got she it. got back on track. And she ain't going to tell you about the book that she got that I write in, too, that every time she come to me, that, you know, I mean, you know got, got words of affirmation and all that in there, too. You know she mean? does. Not leave that out, either. She does. It is a notebook you know. that every time, every month that I come visit her is notes that I read of her thoughts and feelings that she didn't get a chance to express. So And don't call me no son, Beaver. Y'all listening. It's okay. You my simp. We right. simp for each other. <laughs> okay. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's the problem. That's what's wrong with everybody. People don't want to be simps. Like nobody wants to be soft. Everybody wanna be hard. Like if everybody gonna be hard, how are we supposed to have a soft who's gonna be in a soft girl era? You and your soft girl era now. I am. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I, I and I'm not afraid to say it because I have never 
have, I, I have never been in my soft girl era like I am now. Like I've tiptoed, like put the toe in, and then they people do stuff, and you have to take it back out and go back to the G. But I am trying to drown you in that soft girl. I am. You definitely have put me in that soft girl era. You made me soft. You definitely made me soft. That's alright. Made me a little soft. I got to get gangster again. No, you don't. No, you don't. (laughs) Not at all. No, you don't. I like. I like. I like this one right here. I am enjoying being able to be in my soft girl era. Um, to be loved properly, to understand me. As a person, yeah. as a as a mother, um, to understand my obligations that I have, and not just think because I'm a stay at home mom that that's all I do. Um, I just love that you love me for me, yeah, like wholeheartedly. Yeah, you you know I'm Scorpio. Why you keep saying I'm a Scorpio? Huh? Why you keep bringing up the whole Scorpio thing? Cause, cause what? I don't know. <laughs> she keeps saying I'm I a never, Scorpio. Because I, I never had one of those before, and I wanted to know what that be like. And, and now your whole life has changed. Yeah, I guess when you go Scorpio, you never go back. I don't know. You never what? go back. You stuck like glue. Yeah. That's why you proposed. I, I did, man, I did, and I, I mean, I was nervous as ever, but, you know, I met, I met my person, my person that allows me to be the princess that I am. Yes, you are. Yeah, yeah, but our uh, long distance relationship works because of um, communication, uh, not being afraid to have those moments where the conversation is a little heavy um sharing how it is that we feel about certain things before and not shut down and it blow up um making making time as far as you know texting uh writing handwritten letters even if i work a whole lot i will type out a letter and still send it you know because i always um, want her to know how it is that I feel, um, for her never to have to guess what it is that she means to me. Um, uh, video, video chats. Sometimes it's going to be times where that's all you can do because financially things is, is rough or whatever, but we have been fortunate to be able to every month go to see each other. Um, even if you have to, if you can't get in a plane and you have to drive, I did a drive on my birthday for my birthday. Um, cause all I wanted for my birthday was to see her. It's, um, a lot of people make long distance relationships seem like it's the hardest thing ever. Um, and it's not, I'm not saying that it's easy either, especially if your love language is physical touch. Um, but being long distance, it forces you to really, really get to know your partner. Like, um, and you don't have the distractions that other people might have where their person lives around the corner. Like you are forced to talk to each other because you're not right next to each other. Um, 
So I can say that I know more about her in the time that we've been together than I have being with somebody that was right around the corner and I got to see every day. You know, um, at first I was, I wasn't down for the long distance, but you know, she changed my mind. Yeah, you know? I heard that right. She wasn't down for it. I wasn't she wasn't down she it. wasn't she wasn't here for it. She definitely wasn't here for it, but look at us now. Um yeah. Now I'm in like she's talking about driving. I drove to Philly to spend mm-hmm. this break with her. Um and it's been great. It's been great. The drive I almost got killed twice the last ten minutes Don't of my be ride. Dramatic. <laughs> You, not be I did. Dramatic. I, I'm not being dramatic. I almost got hit twice. First by a car that was fleeing if, from the if police. Any, if any of y'all that's listening is from like <laughs> the city, any major city, you know that the traffic and all that other stuff is not like it is in the suburban areas. First or off, whatever. First you know, off, with, with her her southern accent. First off, I almost got hit by a car that was running from the police and the police were chasing it. And then I go get ready to go through when the light is green. A freaking cop car that doesn't have lights on, a siren going or nothing, almost T-bone us the last 10 minutes of the ride. So, yeah, I almost, I almost lost my life to come be with her. And I was going to be right there to scoop you up and take you to the hospital. <laughs> you get on my nerves. Oh, my God. See, this is what I deal with every day, all day with her. This is what I deal with. It's Honestly, funny. we just literally had a whole comment, a whole, I don't even know what you want to call it. She talking about, I don't even want to talk about it no more. I ain't even going to say nothing about Talking about Jordan is the goat, and she know this household is Kobe. This ain't your house. I said our household. It's gonna be Kobe. Yes, I'm not. I'm all I said was Jordan is the goat. I never said that Kobe wasn't the goat. Kobe is the goat. Now you say it on 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 the podcast. You say he the goat, but you wouldn't say it earlier in the bathroom. Why are you tell podcast with the back? Oh, okay. Well, we all well shoot. <laughs> all right, but uh, I didn't never said that Kobe wasn't the goat or whatever. She just okay. all for Kobe. Okay, Maybe, we're not gonna have this argument on the podcast anymore. Okay, see, she get what she gets what you want. <laughs> I'm gonna be quiet now. <laughs> okay, guys, this is just part one <laughs> of many. <laughs> Of many episodes of us, but we gotta go because it's hot and we have to turn the fan off for this podcast so y'all can hear us. And we love y'all. Yeah, we love y'all. Thank y'all for listening and keep supporting and look out for more episodes of us doing different things together in our raw. And also look out for uh, my podcast, Transparent Introvert. I'm an introvert trying to be transparent. Check my boo out. I will tag her information in the description of this podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed us laughing and really just talking. So until next time. 
This concludes our conversation today. As always, thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow Impressions of a Weird Mind on all social media platforms. May the Most High continue to bless you and continue to manifest the life you want. Until next time, continue to be your weird self. Peace.